We know that it is hard to imagine freedom of movement, truly choosing our homes when Europe is closed to our lovers, when we cannot afford houses, when we wait alone. We know that it is hard to imagine no identity papers of being ourselves without proof when we are checked on the street because we are foreigners. When waves of liberation break and roll back. We know that it is hard to imagine a common language when my pathology is privilege and your tongue is tight from knowing struggle. We know that it is therefore hard to imagine empathy when we feel so far apart. We know that it is tricky to trust each other. However, trust is a matter of education plus solidarity plus action and then just belief. And we believe passionately. When we erase the boundaries between us, we imagine larger realities. We will resist these unjust laws. We will squeeze ourselves through loopholes and pass letters under doors. We will make homes wherever we are in love, accepting anger and sorrow if love moves us where our bodies cannot follow. We will connect in queer ways across every conversation, fight for feminism, fight against discrimination. We won't ask what someone is, but get to know who they want to be. We will fill our streets full of our own pride. Wherever we are born, we won't say us and ours. We express experiments, call out nations, cross their lines. I try to speak your language and you mine. Communication is largely miscommunication, but it's the trying to understand that counts. We're not aliens. We are full of new things to teach and learn. If we both want to erase these boundaries, then we are both invested in sharing our problems. This is how we feel close when we are far away. This is how, across all the boundaries that might be drawn, when I imagine being in love with those on the other side, the conventions fall away and all the world seems open. Hosh Geldenies. Welcome everybody to the 10th episode of the Drawing Core podcast. And we open today with a poem called A Proposal for No Borders. Um, and that was published this week, which is the reason for sharing it in um, the Anti-Lang Project, the Anti-Languorous Language Project Journal number five. It's a politics-themed journal, this issue. And it's pretty, pretty cool stuff that um, Auntie Lang have published in the past and um, if you want to check out the issue I'll put a link to it down in the um, podcast description. Como estas? How are you all? Are you all very well? I hope so. I'm very good. This is going to be a short podcast this week. It's going to be a poetry podcast. There'll be, there'll be two poems, that, that, that was one of them, um, and there'll be another one making two in total. 
I had some cocoa pops to uh, p- prepare myself for this podcast. I've also um, got a beautiful incense, an oceans incense burning. So I was kind of excited about using my new incenses and um, we, we are very incensed here in the studio now in a very peaceful ocean vibe and we've got uh, Jasper in the background I especially recorded Jasper's purring and incidentally some of his little little tiny cat hiccups if you listen up very closely you might hear a cat hiccup which sounds a little bit like someone swallowing a bit of a gulp is in fact a cat hiccup and I've got um, some non-alcoholic spirit distilled citrusy uh, thing which is somehow not alcoholic which um, no one understands why but I quite like it Um, it's a bit of a how do you what would you say a proxy so you to, to avoid drinking sometimes have another fancy drink instead uh, that, that was that was quite a, was quite a personal introduction there wasn't it? it really brought you into my life for a second and I am gonna spit you right back out of my life into the abstract space of the drawing and we're going to try and talk about uh, elephants. Well, I wanted to talk about elephants because I've had a lot of elephants come to me recently. Um, I found a lovely new necklace. It was an elephant. I uh, I got a new sock. Uh, yes, just one sock. Got I got it, and it, it had elephants on it. And I watched a video of a friend's children a friend's child and uh, they were reading an elephant book and saying over and over again in a very cute uh, three-year-old voice elephant elephant and uh, I had a um, a maraca a a shaker shaker um, the other day and and it was had an elephant on it I just noticed lots of elephants oh and I've got new bedsheets elephants elephant bedsheets so I thought maybe there's a, a an elephant spirit that's guiding me at the moment. Uh, what can I learn about elephant spirits that can maybe help help us help the podcast you know, lead us somewhere interesting? Um, no, it's not 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 possible. It turns out uh, no interesting elephant spirit information was acquired that I could use in this podcast. Uh, I had read about elephants being symbols of wisdom and success and strength and power and virility and even even royalty. Sort of these associations that elephants have had in different cultures and da da da. Um, don't, don't feel it, it, it really um, is relevant to the podcast we're not doing anything royal here neither are we expressing a great power so uh, 
that that was kind of out the window. It it just made me think this this, this very kind of aggressive, almost um, almost almost mas masculine aggression type connotations of this big powerful animal. Not really not really the vibe uh, with our you know cocoa pops and cat hiccups. So. Uh, but I did find, um, check this out, because of their size, colour and shape, elephants and clouds have been linked together. They were seen as symbols of clouds and many believe that elephants created the clouds. And in general, clouds are symbols of the mist that separates the formed worlds from the unformed. I quite like that, especially the last bit, seems quite profound. The mist between the formed and the unformed. It's also quite funny that there exists this association between elephants and clouds just because someone looked at a cloud one day and said, that ah, looks a bit like an elephant. Or they looked at an elephant one day and said, that ah, looks a bit like a cloud. But there's, there's also no clouds in this podcast so I found that well, I didn't find any real affinity with elephant symbology in order to make this podcast which is a shame so I, I've brought the elephant up and now I don't know what to do with it so my way of solving that solving this conundrum this uh, little dilemma is to explain the thing that I wanted to talk about using elephants. So this is all leading to the poem that I'm going to share with you at the end. The poem is maybe called Lying to Yourself or maybe that's the title of this podcast or I'm not really sure. But in the poem there's a refrain of I lied, I lied about this and it's about fucking up so the person who's speaking in the poem has done, done things wrong, got things wrong and they're always repeating that they lied about this, they lied about that and like the title suggests it's partly about lying to yourself like they fucked up because they didn't realise that this wasn't in fact true and so they acted in a false way that has caused harm because they were lying to themselves but if you say I lied about something there's an intentionality that you that you understand from it like if I lie to you it's like I've chosen to, to lie makes sense And the poem might seem quite negative, but I, for me the poetry, the poem is quite positive because it's about transformational justice. So I wanted to try and offer an explanation of trans, transformational justice or transformative justice to frame this poem um, as a positive 
example. It's a positive contribution towards this transformative justice. So imagine an elephant. We'll, we'll, we'll call the elephant Elephant Dumbo for the sake of the, the, the fact that people are familiar already with a, an elephant called Dumbo. It doesn't matter who. Dumbo is an elephant. Dumbo has fucked up. Dumbo has killed a human. That's the harm, that's the crime of Dumbo. That would be a good name for the podcast as well, actually. The crime of Dumbo. <clears throat> so, if the elephant human society looks to Dumbo and says, okay, you're going to be punished for this. You're going to suffer like you made someone else suffer. You are going to be harmed like you harmed someone else. Not necessarily we're going to kill Dumbo, but maybe we're going to punish Dumbo. Um, we're going to, we can just we can do that with a prison sentence or with um, putting him in stocks or uh, throwing eggs at him or um, rubbing flour in his face. However, we would like to, but that would be retributive justice where you have to do an eye for an eye you know transformative justice is restorative justice so you're trying to restore the situation so there's less harm or no harm so you wouldn't use more harm as a retribution for Dumbo you would want there to be no more harm whether to Dumbo or to anyone else so that's one of the big differences between some kinds of retributive justice and some restorative justice and transformative justice refers to how things are transformed and thus a harm-free situation is restored so first of all we need to we need to restore and we need to transform Dumbo himself. So Dumbo needs to take responsibility for his actions and be accountable to them. So he needs to learn about what he did, what was going on in his head, why he did it, understand that it was bad, accept it. So it's about getting informed. It's about moving from we don't want to find excuses for Dumbo, but we do want to find maybe reasons and then maybe causes to explain his behavior so that we can, so that Dumbo can learn about it, you know, and be transformed into a Dumbo who will not kill again. But as we look to the reasons, we might find that the reason that Dumbo killed the man can be in part because this man was mistreating Dumbo. Maybe this man is a circus uh, leader, ringmaster, that's the word, a ringmaster in a circus and he has uh, captured Dumbo, or maybe not captured, but he has forced Dumbo to perform in a circus uh, when Dumbo really doesn't like it, not treated very well. So we understand that the situation is also causing, it's also a reason why Dumbo killed 
doesn't mean that it's okay, it's not an excuse, like I said. We still want Dumbo to take responsibility. But we can understand that the situation has something to do with it, so we need to transform the situation as well. So we need to abolish this animal circuses. It's kind of a simple example, but um, yeah. Transforming the individual, transforming the community, but then also, if we look to even deeper causes, why does Dumbo have this aggression? Maybe it's because um, he's been fed this myth ever since he was small of elephants being this most powerful, um, royal, therefore entitled, and um, aggressive character. That's, that's the character of an elephant that Dumbo has been taught by mass media presentations of elephants by um, kind of folk associations, folk wisdom. So we need to transform that aspect of our society in order to take account for the uh, aggression that's inside Dumbo because even if Dumbo is in a shit situation we don't want him to ha kill the man and maybe there are other ways that he could deal with that if he is ever in a another circus type situation so we need to address the violence of Dumbo in relation to the, the whole the, the, the systemic nature of violent elephants or of you know Dumbo's own um, pathology why is it that he has that violence inside him so you see with transformative justice we're trying to transform on each level the individual the community and the society so that's really what um, transformative justice is all about and I would say that this is a very important thing for a couple of reasons. One, that um, if we're looking to create new types of community that can see us through the difficult times and uh, help us to create a safe and <clears throat> supportive future, then we need to practice transformative justice within that to, to make that community transformative justice needs to be a key aspect of radical positive communities I think my, my opinion I am opining right now but um, I'm just gonna go for it the second opining my second opinion why transformative justice is so important is that um, <clears throat> we've had a very interesting and we will come back to this in another podcast we've had a very interesting few years about um, dealing with uh, sexual abuse in uh, mainstream um, culture and news especially the Me Too movement where people are sharing their stories about their abuse and it, so it's, it's very good that um, some stories which were which some people who didn't have voices or some stories which were ignored or covered up have been unearthed and it's created a good culture of accountability but another another step in that needs to be uh, self accountability Dumbo needs to transform himself we can't just punish Dumbo 
and we can't just transform Dumbo, we need to transform the wider society to stop this happening again going forward. So after all this Me Too movement, we think, great, what do we do next? And when we're, when we're thinking about acts of harm, we need, really, I think, need to be thinking about transformative justice. So that's my little framing for this poem. And I'm not going to talk anymore because I said this would be a short podcast and that's not going to be entirely true in the end. But yeah, there you go. Elephants and transformative justice. <clears throat> I've uh, pre-recorded, I pre-recorded both the poems in this uh, just to give a little space to read them as well as I could. So uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to say goodbye now and play uh, play the recording of the poem, which I've already recorded. And then I'm going to share a song called No, as in K-N-O-W, by Laika. Laika is uh, a friend who makes very cool music, which reminds me of when I used to listen to some James Blake and Subtract. And uh, I don't know much about this kind of music in depth, but these uh, deep bass songs which are very poignant and, and, and moving he captures something of that which I really really used to enjoy so it's really nice to hear it again and this song was literally just released like uh, yesterday or two days ago I think um, whenever I'll put a link to the EP and I really encourage you to go and check out the whole EP it's uh, four tracks and it's called You what's it called I know you see and uh, if you listen to the EP through in the track order that Laika has created you'll get even more out of this song I believe but it's yeah no is my f- favorite from this new release and it's ace that Josh wants us to share it on joint core so please enjoy the poem please enjoy Laika's tune and take care of yourself this week. Have a really wonderful time. Be compassionate to yourselves. Be compassionate to other people. Be compassionate to any elephants that you may find lurking around corners. Sizi opurum hadi bye bye. I lied when I said I was all right. I lied when I smiled. I lied to pass the time until I could go home and be safe. I lied that time I didn't reply and I said it was because my battery died. I lied that time I admired your art. I didn't like it. I just wasn't sure why. I lied when I said I don't mind. When I said it was okay you were always tired. I couldn't be there with you when you cried over the state of the world. I couldn't always give you a bed when you needed rest. I couldn't always leave you alone when you needed to hide. I thought... I thought we were destined things, but my wings, they don't work the same way yours do. I lied when I said I could be there forever. Forever is not a place I can be. I lied when I said I wasn't scared, when I said you were being unfair, when I said I don't get angry. I lied when I said I was upset, 
because it's a handy way to avoid the issue. I never knew how to do any of this. I lied when I made promises, like I'll never do that again. I lied when I said I would change. There's just so much lying going on, it seems like maybe I lied to be part of something. I would like to say that I lied to the doctors and the psychiatrists and the police and the judges and the newspaper reporters, but in reality I lied playing Cluedo with myself till I gave up. Clueless, rootless, pointless, useless lying, gambling away trust without even realising. This can't be a confessional. Writing is just medicine, that's all it is. You and I, I think we're both very sick, and the wounds we cause each other are too easily infected. I lied when I said I was clean, I am becoming steadily septic. I lied when I said I regretted it, I don't know how to be honest with myself, I don't trust myself. So you see, I lied when I said you could trust me. I just wanted to be worthy of trust. To want to wish yourself to be the person you wished you were, is that such a bad thing? Is that punishable? If it is, how severe is that sentence? Because I lied when I said I'd already done my penance. I'm still doing it over and over and over again every day. I lied when I said I had a regular routine, that you could count on me to be there, because there is just one thing I do every day, and that is get through it. I lied when I conceded it was coincidence we met. We were always going to meet, we just didn't know it yet. It wasn't coincidence, it wasn't providence, it was subsidence. Slipping masks. Everything we are. Decay. Riverbanks giving way. Just the day-to-day -day passing of time. And you and I are passers-by. Nothing more. I lied when I said you meant everything to me. Everything is not yours to be nor mine to mean. We are never-endingly nothing. So the best we can do is make meaning for ourselves. Let not everything go to waste and dry up like empty wells, but count the precious cells that stack up to make a body. And tell me that you lied. You tried to know outside yourself and you're sorry. It's fine. Everybody does that all the time. We barely have a chance to come to terms with what we are. I find myself desperate to touch the tapered edges of your heart, just to find the limits for a higher definition image. This life is all a blur to me. Admittedly, arguably, that's exactly where beauty resides. In a world that resists being seen, I lied when I said I could make out the figures and the words dancing briefly on the screen.
time flies when I'm out here We don't so much And that's fine But the bobas In my life fill my Just one. 